Wasn't the 2021 ACB Conference simply amazing? And now you're looking forward to exploring the new podcast content from our conference sessions. That's why we're currently working to edit all of the convention content, putting it into podcast form. And we're planning to share that new podcast content with you throughout the month of August as content is finalized. We'll be releasing the first few sessions from each track, along with the general sessions, around August 6th, then releasing more each week throughout the month. To find and play the latest ACB podcasts, visit the ACB Media Network podcast page at www.acbmedia.org podcasts, or subscribe to the podcasts on Pinecast to be notified when new content is available. The ACB Media Network Podcasts, a true cornucopia of information. Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good evening, everyone. This is Paul Edwards. Welcome to Tuesday Topics. Thank you, Mike Duke. Uh, for that introduction. And um, we are going to have a a foreshortened Tuesday topics um, this week to try to uh, bring everybody up to date so that when we transfer to the Constitution and Bylaws meeting at eight, those of you who have been a part of this meeting will will be way ahead of the game. But the other thing that we're going to end up having done is kind of kept a record of uh, what we know about the current state of uh, the Constitution and bylaws after the, the first major Constitution and bylaws meeting, which happened last Thursday, the 5th of August. So we have most of the same folks who we had um, last week um, there, there are a couple who I haven't heard from who we had hoped would be here, but uh, let's start with the Constitution and Bylaws. And representing Constitution and Bylaws, we have first Mr. Dan Spoon. Hey, Dan. Uh, hello, Paul. How are you doing this evening? Thanks for I having am. us here one more time as we get ready for uh, uh, hopefully uh, a you know, uh, monumental uh, vote here on Sunday. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. It really is. And also from the Constitution and Bylaws um, Committee from Phoenix, Arizona is? What? Tucson. Yeah. Tucson. Yeah, Tucson. Oh, am I doing? I apologize, sir. John and McCann. This is yeah, that, John McCann. Right. You know, that city that's not that city that's uh, New York City moved 2,000 miles uh, south and west and heated up and dried out, Um, not the Valley of the Entrapped Sun. I'm sure it's a lovely city, and we would have made it home had we, you know, had we found maybe the right place there or had it it, uh, gone other than the way it did, but we're happy as all get out in Tucson, which is uh, uh, at 2,600 feet rather than 1,300 feet above sea level, which does moderate to some degree uh, the the heat of the summer which is is pretty much what i came here for unabashedly yeah. but but everything can be carried to an extreme 118 is really 117 that's ah, a bit much not that it happens all that often but it does happen i think the highest i've seen here is 116 and that was only once <laughs> not pretty well uh, still and then Representing the voter task force is uh, one of its two directors, uh, Mr. Patrick. Hey, Paul. It's great, great to be here. Thank you for doing, doing great, doing fine. Excited about what's coming up here as far as voting and making sure we have all this completed, which is good. I'm kind of excited, too. And also, Ms. Coney Sims, our new, one of our newest board members and, and also a leading light. In, in terms of publicity for the task force. Hey, Ms. Coney. Yeah, thanks, Paul. It's, um, yeah, I'm happy to be here and trying to get all the information out. And next couple of days, we'll get everything out. Ta-da. So you guys, when, when we left things last week on the 3rd, 
we were looking forward to the, the, the first full-fledged meeting of the Constitution and Bylaws um, Committee, on the, which was scheduled for the 5th. Um, so I guess we'll start with John for a second. How did that come off? And did you guys learn anything exciting during that meeting, Mr. John? I think we did. We had actually met first on the 29th, um, the correct. Thursday before then to get started on our work. And then there was a meeting with uh, uh, Visibility, you know, Terry Pacheco's show. Uh-huh. And then there was a meeting uh, on uh, with the president's Sunday yeah. edition. And then yeah. there was a meeting with you. And then there was a meeting with presidents. Goodness. Uh, and then there was a second bylaws uh committee, the Constitution and Bylaws Committee meeting, at which we received more valuable input. There were no meetings this weekend, which was really good and, and, and candidly, in fact, necessary. And, um, you know, we received some very good input uh, for some very intelligent commenters, some of whom I ardently hope will indicate their desire to uh, be members of the Constitution by Laws Committee when Dan, uh, I guess, puts out in the wake of all this, I imagine he'll put out a call for anyone with an interest in serving on a committee. Let me know. He did that last year. I dare say mm-hmm. he'll do that this year. And I have some people in mind who I hope will uh, put their names in for con and bylaws. Um, uh, we, yeah, I don't know if you want me to speak to it now that the changes made since the fifth, there aren't very many. Sure. Yet. Sure. Okay. First and foremost, it's important to note that after some careful consideration and uh, review of feedback and uh, upon reflection, since the committee did not regard it as imperative or absolutely necessary that there be any amendments to Article 11 of our Constitution, which speaks to how the Constitution is amendment as is amended, excuse me, uh-huh. that has been withdrawn. If you look at the latest. Um, right. Good. If you look at the, yeah, that's been we're not going to tackle uh, Constitution Article 11 this round. OK, that uh, takes a potentially contentious um, debate off the table. Uh, it also sets up and this will be an affirmative recommendation of the committee. Uh, that we consider Articles 3C, uh, Article 9 on meetings, and Bylaw 2D, which is tightly integrated with Article 3C, we consider them to be basically a unified package where if anyone were to fail, if they were voted on separately and there was a failure of anyone, it, it could create irremediable conflicts, inconsistencies, et cetera. So it will be the strong recommendation of the committee that they be considered as a block. They can be considered as a package that will have the benefit of uh, not restricting us, but, but only necessitating that we take one vote. Um, and shocker of shocks, the con and bylaw, committee is strongly recommending a due pass on all of the proposed amendments, both individually and collectively. Really? I'm so surprised. Right. <laughs> so talk about tongue in cheek, Paul, you know? <laughs> yes, I get that. So Mr. Dan, anything that, uh, that John's left out that you want to bring up about the fifth? Mr. Dan? Did he get muted? I didn't do it. Hmm. Patrick, anything that you'd like to bring up about the fifth that we haven't talked about? Did we lose everybody? Yeah. Oh, Jeff Thompson came. Hey, Jeff. Welcome. Jeff Tom is another representative of the, of the voter task force, the other vice chair. But go ahead, Patrick. Well, I think uh, what John has said is, is uh, you know, I think it's fairly simple. What we want to try to do <clears throat> make sure we have high uh, remote meetings, uh, rem- make sure that we get remote voting, and uh, we want to make sure that the uh, paper ballot that we uh, have been using in the past is uh, taken out of the Constitution. And that's pretty simple. And I think uh, from what we've seen uh, from the um, vote that we took at the end of the meeting and the affiliate vote 
which we got 100% unanimous consent on, I think that it's going to be uh, pretty straightforward. And I think it gives us the basis for uh, doing what we need to do, and then we can build off of that. So I'm pretty excited. I think Constitution Bylaws has done a great job and yeah. uh, gives us the ability to do what we need to do to move into the future. Connie, do you have a, a, a sense, speaking for the voter task force, that there's that there's much opposition to these changes anywhere? I don't have. I mean, I think everyone is really for it. Um, everyone has been real happy with how the convention went and the voting experience. And, you know, I, I have not heard anything negative about it. So I think it's I think it will probably pass um, overwhelmingly. I think. I'm sure there's always a few that have their reservations, but for the most part, I think everyone is really happy, especially since the number 11 has been taken off right now yeah. and we can deal with that later. Um, I think it's really a good, good time and good thing. Mm -hmm. So Jeff, did, did, did you hear anything negative coming out of the fifth at, at the constitution and bylaws committee meeting that, that we should know about? And welcome, Mr. Tom. We're glad you're here. Or at least we thought you were here. <laughs> Might be here. I am here. So, oh. Yeah, there he is. I was dealing with foreign exchange student issues. Sorry about that. You're allowed. So the, the question was, did you see anything negative coming out of the November, uh, the November, the I was thinking of Guy Fox Day, of the August fifth meeting. Uh, no, no, only the concern that, and I don't know if it was that meeting or not. I think it. I don't know. The one of the meetings when Donna Pomerantz called in mm -hmm. and expressed concern about the telephone not working the entire time in terms of getting it being able to record their votes that was the uh, only concern and that wasn't about the uh, about the uh content of the yeah. amendments that was just a concern about the voting system uh-huh oh excellent um so <clears throat> i think that relatively soon um, we're going to open it up and see if folks have questions. So if folks would like to begin raising their hands, I'm going to uh, raise a couple more uh, questions and then we're going to go, uh, Mr. Rick, to see if anybody has questions or comments. Um, so one of the, one of the, the, the questions, and, and, and I'll let whoever wants to jump in with this one, um, do, you f do we feel that um, that the kind of feedback you're getting is that folks um, have got access to enough information that they feel comfortable with what's coming up this weekend? Well, I would uh, hope so. Uh, oh, do you want to go? Go ahead, ahead, John. I would hope so. And uh, just so that people are clear, um, not to get detailed into, you know, mm -hmm. things, challenges that I'm facing right now. I have an appointment for radiologic studies on my back yet again uh, at 10.50 my time. Okay, so uh, as a practical matter, no later than 1 p.m. Eastern, uh, this the report of the committee I've already written the preamble, assuming there are no further changes. And at this point, I really think it is too late to do any changes. The official committee report will be posted to Connie uh, at um, 10 a.m., PDT slash MST, uh, uh -huh. since we don't have PDT in Arizona as such, and, and one o'clock Eastern. <laughs> that's true. You don't. Um, Miss Connie, you were going to say? Yeah, thanks, Paul and John. Um, so I am working on a couple things. Um, I have worked, ta been talking with Dan and Kelly and the communication people. So there'll be some information, a document going out tomorrow with some nice basic information with regarding um, your voter ID stuff, kind of a, uh, a general agenda, um, some points of interest, just kind of um, Zoom link information. So everyone will have that. And then we'll finalize um, and make sure by 
Thursday, um, the preamble, the amendments and everything are out. So it's going to be two different documents. But, you know, I know everyone has been asking, um, the offices have been getting in calls and I've been answering some about when everything is going to come out. So we've been fielding those calls and we want to make sure that the basic information um, about the meetings and times go out tomorrow and the Minneapolis office, you know, will be available um, from nine until five central time to help people recover their voter code if they can't find it, if they still have it. Um, and then Nancy Mark Specker will be available on Saturday starting at one if people need assistance. But so all that will come out in correspondence tomorrow. That is that is excellent. So you we're going to we try have... to provide them some tricks and tips of, you know, how to find that email from uh, from July yep. 6th uh, and and, you know, search for it and do that kind of thing just so people can can recover it. Yeah. That's a good idea. I, 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 I do actually. I think I still have mine. So I feel fortunate. Yeah. I, uh, hey, Dan. Yeah. Uh, I know uh, you and Connie have talked a little bit about upcoming schedule on the 14th and 15th. Mm -hmm. Want to maybe run through that fairly quickly here in the next three minutes of what we can expect each day? Sure. Uh -huh. Well, it, it, sure. If, uh, maybe happy to. Uh, so then on, on Saturday, the 14th, uh, we'll call the meeting uh, back to order. And that's really very simple. It's, it's basically to meet our constitutional responsibilities that I will make a few announcements about, you know, some committees that will be formed in order to continue to support this process, uh, you know, throughout the next year, like a voting task force 2.0 and a resolutions 2.0. Uh, but in addition to that, uh, then we will uh, really have the preamble from the Constitution and Bylaws Committee where we'll read the uh, initial motion, uh, we'll read the, the narrative from the Constitution and Bylaws Committee, and then we'll uh, have them read the, uh, three, uh, the two amendments and the one bylaw change that will be considered uh, on Sunday. And that's really pretty much it for Saturday, just to officially uh, so lay the amendments on the table, so to speak. And then we'll come back on Saturday. We'll reread the amendments. Entered, welcome back, uh, everybody, this on, is Sunday. On, on Sunday. Uh, yep. This is on Sunday. That, will be, that meeting will be at 4 o'clock Eastern, 1 o'clock Pacific, a little bit earlier because we're going to be on the air much longer. And we'll uh, you know, start by uh, welcoming everybody back for, for day two and calling the meeting to order, uh, kind of laying out the agenda for that day, uh, which will really be, again, reading the amendments one more time. And then we'll make sure that people are in the Zoom room, hands are down, we're streaming appropriately, everybody's in good contact. And then we'll open up uh, for a you know 20 minute window of debate and kind of continue that through until the membership is comfortable uh, that we've heard both sides and are ready to call the question. The goal is uh, hopefully if we get through that process uh, in an hour, then a vote now is set to kick off the elections uh, at five o'clock Eastern, two o'clock Pacific. Uh, and we would have the ballot then. Uh, once we kind of kick things off, the uh, affiliates had asked to really have their vote towards the end of the segment, so to not influence the individual vote. So we are going to kick the affiliate vote off at 6.15, and in between 5 and 6.15 Eastern, we're going to do some highlight programming from the convention, some segments there just so uh, you know, we have uh, information that we're sharing while the voting is going on and we don't just have music playing or, or, or dead air. And then we'll come in uh, in between the different segments and remind everybody of how much voting time is left and then call all the affiliates uh, to the voting room uh, to start at 6.15. With the idea of then uh, the polls will close at 7 o'clock and then we'll tabulate the results and we're hoping by 7.15 uh, our supervisor of election, Nancy Marks Becker, will be able to announce the results. So that's the that's the Good agenda Dan. for Sunday. Yeah. Uh, question also, or just a uh, addition, I guess, when we mm -hmm. 
and Sunday particularly, we're doing the debates, our standing rules are still in effect. So Most certainly, yes, yeah, that's correct. So that debate is 20 minutes for and against and yep. if needed and all that kind of thing. Exactly. Yep. Not that ACB does loves its debate, but we do have rules with respect to <clears throat> now correct. is it is it your intention to include the standing rules in the document that you send out? Oh, you know, that's a good point. We could do that. I mean, obviously it was that's in the call and all that, yeah. but it wouldn't hurt just to have it there to, to refresh everybody's memory. So Connie, that might be something um, that we could include in the amendments document for the 12th, just uh, um, <clears throat> a, uh, the standing rules as well. So people are understanding. Right. But we don't have to approve those, right? Dan? No, no, they're, they're no. already approved, but already just, approved, just, yeah. just make them available to everybody. It, and it, people it, People may there, have lost their programs by now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. There, there are some there are yeah. some very specific differences between these standing rules and, and those that went out before. So I think there's some advantage to including them. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good point, Paul. That's good. Yeah. Good, good suggestion. Yeah. Connie, did you take a note of that? I got a note of that. So okay. that will Thank be you. added. So <laughs> Thank thanks. You. All right. I'm sorry, you were Excellent. calling on Rick before I stuck my mouth out there. So I apologize, Paul. Oh, no, you're fine. I think this was appropriate. So, Rick, do we have any hands? Yeah, one just popped up. Alice, please. Miss Rickhart, maybe from Georgia. Miss yeah. Alice Rickhart. Absolutely. Alice, you can unmute yourself. Suspense. Alice is also a member of our resolutions committee. Yeah. And I think current president of the Georgia affiliate. So we're holding our breath to see if Miss Alice can unmute here. If not, we've got Diane. Can you hear me now? There we yeah. go. Yeah, Alice. Alice. Go for okay. it. Hi. Hi. Sorry, my my voiceover for some reason when I go on Zoom lately cuts out so I can't, it's hard to find stuff. But anyway, um, I just have a quick question and a little concern. Um, we're doing the voting on Sunday and we're gonna start at four and then we're gonna start the voting at five. I'm concerned about the fact that we seem to not be taking into account a group of folks who may be churchgoers involved in church and when are they gonna be allowed to vote because it's not, um, you know, it's like they're going to have to choose, which doesn't seem very fair to me. So I'm just curious about that as to why it had to be Sunday evening, um, you know, when we know folks go to church. Sure. Well, we, we intentionally did it uh, Sunday evening, so hopefully folks would be through their worship services prior to that. I, I know people, some people choose to worship on Sunday evening, but it just seemed like with uh, with work schedules, committee schedules, all that, to try to schedule these events during a weekday would have been very hard for people to uh, to make appropriate accommodations. So that's why we decided to do it Saturday and Sunday and uh, tried to start as late as we could to allow everybody to participate. The other thing is with Vote Now, there was, you know, they had a window of when they would be willing to support us on Sunday. So that was part of it too. And, and just so we know for Vote Now, because of us being kind of good participants in the process and they're kind of very excited about supporting ACB, they're actually uh, not charging ACB any additional contract charges for, for holding these elections over the weekend, which I thought was very, very generous of them. I think it is. Yeah. Um, but they needed a window when they could have operators available. So that was mm -hmm. their best window. Yeah. Right. But Alice, Excellent. we tried our best. So, yeah. Um, I, I, I don't think Alice, there's ever a perfect time to do it. I'm not sure. I'm not sure when it would be, you know, if you, if you do it, at a reasonable time Eastern um, on weekdays, you're, you're almost certainly going to impact those folks on the West Coast um, who won't be home from work yet. And, and really vice versa, you're going keep, to keep old people like me up late if you do it later. Mm -hmm. So I, I, we had I don't the, know. Uh, we had the 24-hour yeah. notice 
for the Constitution on Saturday, and so if yeah. you back to Friday, then you're impacting people who are coming home from work and all that kind of stuff. Yep, sure are. It's 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 it's, 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 it's hard uh, to find a good time. It really yep, is. It's yeah. difficult. Yep. Mr. Rick, shall we try Diane? Sure, Diane Harms, please. Hi, can you hear me? Yep. Hi, Diane. Okay. Um, the only, um, I just wanted to say I had a very easy time voting. It was really, I called in right away when the vote opened and had no problem at all. It was really easy over the phone. So I just wanted to, I know, I guess um, Donna Pomerantz said some people had had some problems with it. I found it to be very easy and just a snap. Yeah, so I I used the um, I I used the vote now connection um, where, where the ballot was already built in and had and so I didn't have to type in my code mm -hmm. and that worked very well for me. Yeah. Um. So that's excellent. But thank you for the feedback. Yeah, it was just really easy on the phone. It was right. just gave me plenty of time and you know I, I didn't feel rushed trying to you know put in the code or anything. So everything went well. Oh, good. Excellent. Diane. Thank you. Thanks for the feedback. And we really, we do, uh, you know, I, I think we did have a little bit that everybody kind of rushes right in when the polls open. So if you get, uh, you know, if, if you're having a delay there, sometimes the lines fill up at the beginning. So don't be discouraged. Just wait 10 or 15 minutes and call back in. And right. then be, yeah. As always, you know, please feel free to call, you know, the Minneapolis office at 612-332-3242 if you're having any difficulties at all. And, right. and I think yeah. another uh, thing we would want to remind folks, Dan, is that um, we're going to be using our uh, delegates and alternates again on yes. side. So they're going to have to remember that and also how they uh, got their uh, vote from their affiliates. You know, right. The process they take process to get whatever they use. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and those will be sent out again as well. Uh, we'll probably send those out on uh, typically Friday or Saturday. We'll probably send them all out again on Sunday, just a reminder for everybody. So they'll be at the top of their emails. Yeah, so, good. yeah. that's excellent. And, and each of us should vote eight or nine times. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for each of your affiliates. That's right. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Is, isn't, it, isn't it one man, eight votes? <laughs> Oh my goodness! Uh, no, it, it it isn't, and and there are fail safes that that will pre preclude it because your code will only actually allow you to vote once. That's right. We've had uh, people who tried it just to to test the system, and yes. it will only let you vote once. Yes, exactly, Mr. Rick. Do we have any more hands? No more at the moment, Paul. Excellent. So let's talk just for a little bit. Then you Ange guys and just popped up. <laughs> well, we can take that hand. You want, you want to take it? It's Danette, yeah. Danette Dixon. Ta-da, Miss Dixon. Hey. All righty. So, yeah. Um, so the, the voting number will be the same as it was last during convention, right? That's correct. correct. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Hmm, sure. Easy oh, that was easy. That was simple. <laughs> <laughs> we, we we like questions like that where where our answer can be quick and affirmative and and simple keep them coming can you imagine um, if we'd have changed the codes we would have had half oh. the people using their new code and half the people using oh, their old code <laughs> it would have been a disaster <laughs> don't want to think about it no no and you could start eight times yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. it would not be pretty that that way you could get the eight Eight votes, one man, eight votes. <laughs> oh, gosh. So um, my, my question is, um, you know, we are, we are really just um, opening the floodgates, as it were, on, on Sunday, uh, in, in effect by authorizing um, our, our, our hybrid approach to voting um that 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 will be used at our next convention but i i think that there is an expectation that um the constitution and bylaws and the voting task force will continue to work both of them during this year and we'll probably have 
some amendments to present to us at our convention next year. Is that the intent? Oh, it is from my standpoint. I'm as far as the committee's so. working Use together, so. that's up to yeah. Dan. But I have no yeah. doubt that they will. Uh, Dan mm -hmm. has already spoken about a voting task force 2.0. And, uh, you know, I will in, you know, give it a week or two of rest. But I think once we get past this, um, this vote, which will hopefully authorize uh, the practice of remote meeting and remote voting, I, uh, I want to talk to Dan about common bylaws and, uh, so I envision that what you said will certainly be the case. The goal is to have all, all of our kind of committees in place by the end of September, beginning of the fall board meeting with the idea then to really kind of launch, uh, launch both the voting task force 2.0, the resolutions ad hoc committee 2.0, working with the resolutions committee, and then also constitution and bylaws, because I, I agree. Well, I think where you're going, Paul, is there, there's a lot of work, and that's one of the reasons I think um, that uh, Article 11 was kind of put on hold because there's a right. as we talk through that, there's a lot of work there that says if you really want to do this right and not have amendments, wordsmithing amendments on the floor, you need to b back up the process and have time for you know amendments to be presented in uh, in an adequate time to go out with the convention call, perhaps. Uh, to have time for debate and discussion. So that kind of starts to back some of these conversations up earlier in the process, which isn't in our constitution and bylaws right now. And uh, I'll just add to that, Paul, but I, I think that in moving it forward, and I could get slapped around with this idea, but hopefully not, uh, that, you know, having the best ideas come out of, let's say, the resolutions committee on how they would work with the, a new voting system or constitution and bylaws, how they see that they would interface with this voting system would be, you know, really for them to develop their own plans so that, um, you know, we get, we, we've looked at all the issues, all the size, like you say, amendments on the floor, which we're famous for and, and things like that. So we have a well thought out process that we've had a lot of input into. Uh, and you know how that goes with all these uh, different shows that we have. Uh, and then uh, everything's considered and so that we can come up with a good product by, uh, you know, time we have convention next year. Yeah, I'd no, love I mean, to have a, a nice discussion about it at the D.C. Leadership Conference. If right, we could. Sure. I think that's a wonderful time to have our leaders discuss it. Yeah, I, I may be putting my foot in my mouth, but but I think I would be correct in saying that whatever we do, um, uh, aside from authorizing uh, hybrid voting, none of the changes that we're going to make will, will, will have any more impact on next year's convention. Is that correct? That, that would be correct because they would be voted on at next year's convention, which means they would really take effect in Schomburg in 2023. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. correct. Exactly. Which, yeah. which, which people really do need to sort of, even though we're going to be discussing the changes all this year, and even though we're, we're going to hopefully be ready to make a bunch of them um, at our convention next year, I think it really is important to recognize that, that essentially none of the changes that we're going to make will alter what we're, what we're doing now. And so one of the things, for, for example, um, that we may well face next year is that we may end up doing resolutions the same way as we did them this year. I don't know that because the resolutions committee may have al alternative ideas. Mm -hmm. um, but assuming this, that the system works well this year, I think it's at least a possibility because um, I think voting on every resolution, it's going to be tough. Yeah, it really could be. And, and I know, and I, we've got some board members on this call. I, 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 the, the, I think the board wants as quickly as possible to make sure and turn the responsibility for voting on resolutions back to the membership. I, I we really absolutely. believe that to be the fact, the case. We absolutely have heard that loud and yeah. clear. Yeah. I mean, no we, way. We, the board is a thousand percent supportive of that. Yes. We're, we're leading the parade, as a matter of fact. That's right. So, we, you know, yeah, we, we need to figure out how to how to get there. Yep. 
Mm -hmm. Phone number ending in 5755, please. Good evening, gentlemen and ladies. Um, this is Olivia Ostergaard from Fresno, California, the proud home of CCB. Um, I have a question. Mm -hmm. I really liked when we, at convention that you were able to put out, uh, I believe it was Nancy Mark Becker sent out every morning or even the night before the uh, ACB media link and the uh, link to specific affiliates uh, Zoom meetings. Um, if they could do that again for this, that would be really, really helpful because for me, that was my easiest way to get into get into the meetings. Otherwise, there was so much information, it was really hard to figure out, okay, where do you go first? So that was that's my question. Are they going to do that or would they be able to do that? Thank you. Mr. Dan? Well, the... The, I, I believe the link for the meetings on the 14th and 15th will be, will be put out uh, tomorrow. Is that right, Connie, uh, on that the is, 11th? That, is, that yeah. is correct. So we've already generated those links. I, I don't know about the affiliate uh, roll call link, but the general membership link where everybody can get in the Zoom uh, webinar, that, that will go out tomorrow. Um, so affiliate, uh, you'll have to refresh my memory on this. So were, were affiliates actually sending out links to get into their own affiliate caucuses or, you know, I, no. I wasn't aware of that. No. No, I thought what, that was being done through their affiliate uh, membership list. And it, not it, it just talking about convention sessions. Okay, but that. really, we're only going to have one like session. Again. Yeah, we're only yeah. having one session, which everybody will get the Zoom link for that tomorrow. And I'm sure we'll share that, uh, you know, uh, several more times before we get to Saturday. Yeah. Hey, Dan. But I'm thinking her but question they, may have been, are we going to do something like that next year? And I'm, I would assume. Oh, we'll oh for sure. Next year. Like oh, yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. Dan, wouldn't we, ha aren't we having a separate Zoom room for the, um, for the delegates and alternates? Did they will. Sure. And that, 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 that will be set up by Rick and communicated out by Nancy. Right. Probably will go out Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Okay. We'll that, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking they were asking. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, and Rick, and Rick has got that, and he's sent that to Nancy and myself. So Nancy will get that out on Friday, I believe. Yeah, so. I, I don't think we want to send it out with the regular Zoom link because we'll confuse those folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the other the other thing that it's important to remember is because this is an extension of our convention, uh, every affiliate's alternate and delegate remains the same unless mm -hmm. you inform ACB that that's not the case. Right. Um, so folks, folks need to recognize that if, if you're, if you're wanting to make a change, you really have an obligation to send a note to the secretary of ACB, mm -hmm. um, letting her know that you're making a change in your, um, uh, delegate and alternate mm -hmm. situation. Um, since there isn't a nominating committee meeting, you don't have to worry about that. Right? That's right. I think the only other thing I would add about about you know we'll go if we accept remote. I think we will. Any remote voting system that we use, let's say vote now goes away, still needs to be independent, security uh, and verifiable, and we will. Yeah. Keep the same, uh, you know, requirements in that we have now: phone access, uh, phone operate, tele telephone operation operators, if needed, uh, and uh, Android tablets, Mac and PC. Yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm going to to vote now and vote in person since I'm in Jacksonville. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Oh dear. Um, um, Vote now, relax. It's it's not the case. <laughs> Rick, do we have any more hands? No more at the moment. Although Terry Pacheco's here, so we're we know she's gonna raise her hand at some point. Yeah, she is soon. Oh, she just um, opened up her microphone. I'm just saying hello. And very good. What what time is the call on Saturday night? Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Eight Eastern. Okay. I was just confused when I saw Cindy was doing her karaoke and Bits was doing their thing on Saturday night. I said, 
was it at six maybe? <laughs> I just wasn't sure. It, it should think. be it should be over with easily before nine. It, probably, but probably by eight thirty. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I would think so. I would think it'd be yeah. pretty quick. Yeah. But but it, you you do plan to open it up, uh, recognizing that we can't debate the stuff. But you but you would open it up presumably on on Saturday in case anybody has yes kind of fact related questions or procedural yep. related questions that that they want to get cleared up before we before most, we say goodbye. Most certainly, yep. Excellent. Well, um, go ahead. Trying to decide whether I want to go ahead um <laughs> i wonder whether if only for the sake of the vote that we would take sunday whether we could come to an absolute close uh, closure on whether it's going to go as a package um and i might have raised a can of worms here but we could not from a parliamentary standpoint prevent a motion and a second you know, to have them considered separately, I think that would be very ill-advised, but you don't want to be facing that or the possibility of that. Could, could we nail that down Saturday? How would you do um, it, though? You can't. I mean, I, um, I, don't, I don't see how you could do it, John, free to make unless a you're going to have another separate. vote. Wait, wait, let, Jeff, we, I mean, that's not up to uh, me. I don't, I don't see how you can uh, preclude someone from making a motion on Sunday. I don't know that anybody will, but mm -hmm. I, I don't see how you could prevent that. No, you couldn't. The motion is I'm in saying, order. Dan could say, is there an objection to consideration as a package? Hopefully no one objects. And then he rules that it will go as a package. Yeah, but that can't be done Saturday because. Okay. Because of the it's, substantive. It's not a substantive. Yeah, it's, it, it creates a rule under which the, 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 Packages considered, if you will, but but I hear what you're saying, Jeff, and I think I, think, I could argue I think, that up one side and down the other. It it's, yeah. goes to the manner in which it will be considered; doesn't go to the substance of the amendments per se. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah and, 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 and we all get guidance from the parliamentarian, but it may be. I think it's probably more appropriate to make that motion on Sunday if we make. Yeah, yeah and let me ask a practical yeah. question: how yes. How long do we have vote now on Sunday night? Is it we're we're officially contracted them for two hours, but okay. But um, if we're doing three separate votes, isn't that going to take an hour? That will be and the roll call and that, an that'll hour. be a that'll be a problem. Um, you, you know, it's 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 difficult. There we could, de depending on the motion, they have um, they have an hour to get the ballot ready. I mean. We could still do one ballot, but but three votes. But I, I again, I, mm -hmm. I'd, I'd like to have the membership agree to do it as a package because I do think we don't want to find ourselves in a situation where one amendment passes and the other amendment fails, right, right. or the two amendments believe, pass but the bylaw. Believe you know, we, me, Dan, there are yeah. a host of reasons why this really needs to go it as needs, a package. It needs. It, it just it, it contradicts itself, so you can't. You can't partially. And that was part of the motivation. Look, yeah. we took 11 off the table because we knew it was controversial. It was turning right. into something controversial. We um, understood or came to an understanding that it was not strictly speaking necessary that that amendment, that, that Article 11 be, uh, be tampered with or amended in any way in order to comply with our charge, mm -hmm. which is to... Uh, propose such amendments as we consider necessary to bring our uh, meeting and voting practices into alignment with provisions of the DC nonprofit code of 2010. Mm -hmm. So, you know, in keeping with our charge, we did no more than was necessary to meet that charge. And it would just be a nightmare if there were disparate votes. Yeah, It really is not. an integrated whole and the membership needs to appreciate that, understand that and act in concert with that understanding. I don't mean to be heavy handed here, but I can't yeah. say it strongly enough. I, I don't foresee the, a majority vote going for no. a, a motion to yes. but would it, separate. Would it, not make, would it not make most sense for the Constitution and Bylaws Committee rather than the chair to make, to make motion. that motion on Sunday? Mm -hmm. 
Maybe. We, the, so far, the preamble to the report states that we strongly urge that this be considered as a package. That's the current yeah. language in... Well, I, uh, I, 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 I see what you're saying, con- yeah. Yeah, if the Constitution and Bylaws Committee makes the motion... Yep. Then I then I think the membership is going to assume that it's been considered already, mm-hmm. and that it isn't something that 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 the chair of the meeting is proposing, but right. but rather a con, a considered component of the changes. The potential problem with that is if we make a motion, if if oh I see what you're saying, Constitution and Bylaws makes a motion, which then would need to be seconded. It, it doesn't even need to be second. It can just come out of the committee. But then you have Correct. to have a vote. Then you have to have a vote on the motion. But but, or, but or, I think that could be a we we we, we made several voice motions vote. to approve the credentials uh, report yeah. and if approve you're the state rules. That, Dan, I and we think that's the way we should go. Yeah, and that, we did I, it with yeah, a raise. I think hands. it is. Yeah, I think it makes. Yeah. I think it makes much more sense to do it that way. Yeah. But much more sense to have the Constitution and Bylaws Committee do it. Yeah. So we could put that in the Constitution and Bylaws Committee report or yeah. uh, whoever is representing Con and Bylaws. I, 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 it probably would be me. I could make the motion. I don't care. We can talk about the logistics. Yeah. Right. And we could really do it at the end of reading the amendments. Go just officially make that motion. And Correct. Ask for okay. a vote. Yeah. Because yeah. I think the alternative, everybody, would be we don't want to take three hours to do something we could do in an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. That's really what it comes down to, to the membership. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, yeah, I think upon reflection and in light of this discussion, uh, an affirmative motion has to be made that they be considered as a package. Correct. Yeah. I, I would Correct. make it that way. And it's a lot easier for people to get the concept of raise your hand if you're for it. And then, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, we have. Um, is in, that in a debate? To... Is that a debatable motion? I'm assuming yes. Yes, it would be. Okay. I mean, it would it 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 would have to be. Uh, One if, would if, think. If, if yeah, if it was going to be a regular motion, which it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, I guess. I could look at Robert's rules, but here's no, what we no, could use. No, no, no. I mean, it it, it is as as it stands now. The, the the way to the way to have avoided this would have been to have included it in the motion at convention. That would have been biting off more than we would have wanted to chew. I don't know. <laughs> I it, it, I I think we didn't know where it was going to go. Right. So yeah. that was very, part of our problem. Yeah. It would have been very difficult to do it at that point, but. Mm-hmm. But that that would have been that actually would have been, it, would have, it might have been very easy to do it correct because you could have worded it in such a way correct. as to subtly done it exactly but right you can't do that now yes but no. we've gotten lots of good feedback the Constitution and Bylaws Committee has taken every bit of feedback into uh, into I, I don't think we'll have any trouble no I, I don't I with agree with you I, I think yeah. just we, we'll put it before the body and if the body. You know, yeah. I, I think I, they'll be comfortable with it. Yeah, I think we're, we're we're probably making a mountain out of a molehill. This will fly by. Oh, to God, yeah. that's true. But I, I think as, as they review the final report, they're going to see that no more was done than absolutely needed to be done. So the bottom line is, boys and girls, you either want to do it or you don't. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. So we are now three minutes away from adjourning Tuesday topics to give everybody lots of time to get to our Constitution and Bylaws Committee. Um, so, um, let's, let's go by each, each person on the call and see if you guys want to make any, any last comments before we go to the bylaws meeting. Uh, and we'll start from the other end of the spectrum, Miss Connie. Thanks, Paul. I just want to thank, thank you for having us again. Um, I just want to encourage everyone to be a little patient. And we're getting all the communications out to everyone and we'll make sure that everyone gets everything out. Um, it's going to be on, you know, Washington connection. It's going to be on constant contact. It's going to be on the leadership president's um, conversation. So, you know, everyone's going to get a copy. Everyone's going to get everything that they need. So I think it's going to be a great process and I look forward to the meeting this weekend. Excellent. Mr. Jeff. Mr. Patrick. Paul, thank you very much for having us. I look forward to virtual meetings and remote voting. I appreciate everyone's support and all the work that's gone on with Constitution and Bylaws Voting Task Force. Uh, 
in the process. So thanks. Excellent. I, I don't know if John McCann has already left, but John. No, I've, I've not, but I probably Good. should have. But I have nothing more to report here. And again, just beyond expressing my appreciation, Paul, for having us on. And not in the British sense of that expression. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Not, having, not having you on at all, sir. No, no. Um, and with that, I will depart. So, uh, <laughs> Mr. Spru- for me to convene my meeting of Final the committee. Yeah. Uh, I just want to thank the Constitution and Bylaws Committee and the Voting Task Force and our members for uh, all the hard work that everybody has put into this. And thanks to everybody. And uh, I look forward to us uh, taking a monumental step towards uh, it, including uh, providing the democratic process and enfranchising uh, all of our members in ACB. It's a pretty exciting time. It, it, it is that. Um, Jeff, I don't know if you came back. If you did, do you have a final comment for us? Not on. All right. Thank you. Thank you for that, Connie. I wasn't looking. Yeah. Um, so let me thank everybody for, for having been here, those who are listening, but also um, those who, who took two weeks of, in, in a row of their time to put up with my idiotic questioning. So thank you very much. I'm looking forward to the opportunity of, um, of participating on Saturday and Sunday in what, what I think will be an exciting and huge uh, affirmative step forward for the American Council of the Blind. And uh, let's see if we can't have more votes cast on Sunday um, than we managed to cast um, at the convention. If we do that, we will demonstrate just how valuable and important we think looking out for the constitutional well-being of our organization is to our membership. Don't have uh, a guest planned for Tuesday topics next week, but expect us to have it and hope to get announcements out earlier this time. Um, I seem to be uh, knocking devices out of existence on a daily basis here. So I ended up having to go out in order to, um, to, to figure out how I could send uh, out the announcements for today. And I hope I don't have to do that next week. So thanks to uh, Rick Morin, who is handling this solo. Rick, thank you very much, sir. It, was, uh, it, it has been our pleasure and look forward to seeing everyone else uh, next Tuesday. And remember, if you choose not to exercise your right to democracy, it'll go away. Good night.